Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello there, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Friday, March 4th, 2022. It's about 425 in the afternoon on the East Coast uh, of the United States. Uh, yesterday, a half dozen attorneys general, state attorneys general, settled litigation with the Sackler family. That's the family uh, that owns Purdue Pharma, which produced OxyContin. OxyContin, of course, is a very, very uh, powerful painkiller, so powerful that it caused people to become addicted to it. Uh, and hundreds of thousands of people died as a result of the overprescription and overuse of this drug. What's interesting here is that this is not a lawsuit brought by the estates of people who died or by people who themselves suffered. This is a series of lawsuits brought by state attorneys general, the state of New Jersey, for example, suing not the company that manufactured OxyContin, but the people that own the shares of stock. This is almost unheard of. The whole purpose of having a corporation is to insulate the shareholders from whatever the corporation may do. The corporation has assets, the corporation has insurance uh, coverage. But for the plaintiffs to be able to reach into the pockets of the shareholders is unheard of in American history, and it may begin a new and dangerous trend. One of the reasons you form a corporation is to protect your personal assets. What did the Sacklers do? They operated or they owned a, uh, a corporation that hired people to manufacture and market this product. The corporation's behavior was over the top. It pushed this on doctors. It rewarded doctors for, uh, for prescribing it. But it didn't harm the state's that filed this lawsuit. How do we even know what the states are going to do with this $6 billion that the Sacklers are going to pay? There's a trend in the law lately of causing what's called vicarious liability. Liability on the part of people who didn't really commit the wrong, but who can afford to pay for it. We saw this in the uh, case of the Sandy Hook slaughters, where Remington, the manufacturer of the weapon that was used, agreed to pay $70 million. Well, it's, it's no more Remington's fault that that horrible crime occurred than it's Ford's fault if your Ford, Ford F-150 pickup truck is in an automobile uh, accident. Now we see that the corporation, Purdue Pharma, overmarketed made the product too strong, oversold it, rewarded doctors for prescribing it. But that's not the fault of the shareholders. That's the fault of management of the corporation. Now, this is not a judgment by a jury and a judge, just like the Remington case was not a judgment by a jury or a judge. 
These are deep-pocketed defendants, fearful of a jury and a judge, terrified of what a jury and a judge might do to them because the behavior of the defendants was reprehensible. But the real defendant in the Sandy Hook case is the, the dead monster uh, who, who pulled the trigger. It's not the people that manufactured the trigger. And the real culprits in the Purdue Pharma case is Purdue Pharma itself, not the people who bought shares in it. I'm going to watch this trend for you because I think it's dangerous and you need to know about it. Vicarious liability, blaming someone who didn't really cause the harm, but who has deep enough pockets to pay for it. Judge Napolitano, Judging Freedom.